everybody, and welcome to the Sport Ethos Chicago Bears podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jose Soto. And welcome back, Bears and Sport Ethos Chicago Bears podcast podcast fans. Uh, we do have another fun adventure on the way, and hopefully an upgraded sound, since I have upgraded my mic. Uh, but with our changes aside, today's episode, we are going to focus on all of the changes that general manager uh, Ryan Pose has made since becoming the general manager of the Chicago Bears. But before we jump into that pond, let's quickly talk really early NFL mock drafts for 2024. Uh, just the outlook with the Bears now having two first-round picks, their own and the Panthers. Uh, where do most of these mock drafts have the Bears picking at and who are they picking? So in many of these mock drafts, they have the Bears two picks, uh, both being in the top 15 and one of them being in the top five. So with the possibility of those picks being quarterbacks for maybe the first two picks, uh, Chicago being super hopeful that uh, Fields is going to be their guy, uh, they're going to have two premier guys to pick from in that top five spot. Uh, the first one is going to be defensive end out of Florida State in Jared Verse, and that other being Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver, wide receiver out of Ohio State. And he's also the son of Marvin Harrison Sr., and he won a ring against the Chicago Bears uh, not too long ago. The one consistent I do see uh, from all these mock drafts is that the Bears are going to look to get a franchise player's from the draft with both of these uh, two picks. And and they're going to go ahead and attack two of those positions that uh, they have a lot of question marks at currently. And, and that, like I said, being wide receiver and that defensive end position. So the Bears, they have not been this lucky in a while where they've been in this type of position in a long time. Uh, they have just so many different options. Uh, with this draft capital, and there's still a big possibility that they're going to have the number one pick again next season. Uh, that in itself is going to just open up floodgates. There is a prize quarterback, uh, you know, projected to come out next season, and Caleb Williams out of USC. Uh, and and if he does, from everything that I've seen, he's going to be that unanimous uh, number one pick next year. Uh, but Let's go ahead and get back on track since it's definitely that time. The deep on January 25th of 2022, the Bears decided to take the step to becoming a legitimate franchise. Once again, uh, they replaced Ryan Pace with a new Ryan, uh, one that came from that organization who found quarterback Patrick Mahomes, uh, one that knows how to have winning and successful seasons year after year, and that man is going to be Ryan Pose. Unfortunately, uh, this isn't going to be a deep dive episode on Ryan Pose. We are going to look uh, just at every impactful move he did make since coming into command of the Chicago Bears roster. So it's only been a short amount of time. It's been a year and a half, but the roster is completely overhauled. Uh, it's It's Got moved into another direction totally. So big name players who either aged out or were priced out of the Bears from keeping them on that on the roster uh, 
those players have allowed the Bears to make big moves this offseason. And even with all the moves they did go ahead and make, the Bears actually still stand with a cap space of around $35 million. So that's that's pretty crazy and astounding. Uh, that's going to help them uh, continue on to this season if they make any big trades or on to next season as well uh, when free agency opens up once again. So, you know, let's go ahead and take a look at how they got there. So luckily for Ryan Poles, he was not put into that miserable position where a head coach was forced upon him. Uh, he was actually able to have a say in who was going to begin this quest with them to help rebuild this team. And so on January 27th of 2022, Matt Eberflus was named the head coach of the Chicago Bears. And they went ahead and started making moves pretty quickly. Uh, March 16 comes around. Uh, the first official big move for the Bears is made. And Ryan Pose trades Khalil Mack and that huge, enormous contract he does have uh, to the Chargers. Um, and, you know, it kind of looks like they gave up Khalil Mack for nothing, for just peanuts. And they did trade for Khalil Mack from uh, the Raiders, and they had to give up uh, two first-round picks. And all the Chargers gave the Bears was a second-round pick, which is now starting safety Jaquan Brisker, and a sixth-round pick. Um, and they used this, and they traded it for moving up in 2023. Um even though the two trades seem a bit lopsided, Khalil's max salary coming into the 2023 season is going to be $28.5 million. Um, then in 2024, we're looking at another $23.5 million. Um, so Mac, just not a traditional defensive end in a 4-3 scheme. He is an outside linebacker and just going to be more suited for fitting in a 3-4 defense. Uh, he's 32 years of, of age, um, so he just doesn't fit the direction the Bears are going to be looking to move into. So them going into the 2023 season, uh, the impact of the trade is definitely showing its value right now. Uh, it's giving the Bears a lot of cap space. It's going to allow them that freedom to just continue to grow their roster. And then the next uh, three big moves that Ryan Pose went ahead and made, uh, he, he released... Uh, three Bears who I could say were fan favorites, uh, but they also had that injury issue. So the first release was Eddie Goldman, nose tackle. Uh, the Bears just couldn't find a trade partner, so they had to release him. Uh, the next guy was the human joystick, Tariq Cohen. Uh, he was just very unlucky. Not the same player. He suffered that ACL tear in 2020, and he just wasn't able to pass his physical before the start of the 2022 season. And the next guy released was linebacker Danny Trevathan. And he battled constant injury. Uh, it seemed like every season he he had something going on with him. Uh, he actually only played two full, two full seasons in his last six. And with these three moves, Ryan Poles was actually able to save uh, the Chicago Bears $10 million. So I agreed with all of these. I mean, Eddie Goldman did show some flashes, uh, but he was also on and off injured. He really didn't jump off the page that often um, for him to be, you know, worth the contract that he was on, especially since no one else did trade for him. So it's pretty obvious um, that no one else also saw that value in that contract that he had. 
So as the season rolled through on October 26th, Ryan Pose traded another big piece of that Bears defense. Robert Quinn got sent to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fourth round pick. And that fourth round pick did become wide receiver Tyler Scott. Uh, this trade was another just major business decision for the Bears. Uh, Quinn did sign a five-year contract in 2020 with the Chicago Bears. Uh, that contract averaged around $14 million a year. So in the short term, the trade, uh, the team felt that trade right away, right? The ripples were felt through the locker room. Uh, they did lose the defensive leader in Quinn. Uh, and, and Quinn was just another guy getting up there in age. He's now 33, and the Bears are just moving into a different direction. Uh, they're looking just to get younger and be competitive and rebuild. And, and having these players on the roster that are in their 30s and getting paid 14, 15 plus a year just was not working for the direction that the Bears are looking to go into. So not even more than a week later, the Bears, Ryan Pose, go ahead and make another I don't know if I can say big trade here. I mean, this was a giant trade. Uh, they trade the best player at the time in Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens for AJ Klein and uh, pick swaps in the second and fifth round. So these two picks landed the Chicago Bears, the newcomer, Jervon Dexter. He's been a buzz throughout minicamp, throughout OTAs. He is a freak athlete uh, and it as well got them linebacker Noah Sewell. And he still might be in contention for that last linebacker spot for the Bears. Uh, we will see if maybe this season you'll see him alongside TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Um, but that's to be seen. Training camp is around the corner. And I just think this trade was definitely a no-brainer. I mean, the Bears were not going to be looking to re-sign uh, line, this you know, huge contract for Roquan Smith. I mean, the deal he did get was ridiculous. It was it was huge. He did end up getting a uh, hundred million dollars for five years uh, from the Ravens, and forty five million dollars of that contract is fully guaranteed. So, unfortunately for the Bears fans, this was not going to be in the cards for Ryan Post to do, as him and head coach Matt Eberflus are looking to retool and rebuild uh, this roster. I mean, a very thin depth chart that the Bears had. Um, going into the 2022 season, uh, a lot of their players um, that were backups, uh, they just were not up to par. Again, there was a lot of money tied up to uh, a lot of these guys who just got traded or let go. So now the Bears have an opportunity and have had that opportunity to, to make acquisitions. And like I said, we will keep going over what uh, Ryan Pose did for this Bears team. So the crazy thing, on the same day, the Bears trade their second-round pick and acquire Chase Claypool from the Steelers. Uh, in all regards, Claypool's still going to be a mystery. He didn't really do much. He didn't make much of a statement uh, for the Bears since coming on the team. So that's going to be one of their last moves in the 2022 season. That was a huge impact. Uh, and then with the 2022 season concluding and the Bears finishing with the worst record in the NFL, they coveted and owned the first pick of the draft. Uh, and Justin Fields, 
even though throwing the ball, he wasn't spectacular. He did still uh, have 15 have 15 plus touchdowns. He still, you know, ran the ball incredibly well and tore up the league with his legs. Um, they are not going to be looking to go ahead and draft the quarterback. So they start shopping around the pick. And on March 15th of 2023, the Chicago Bears trade that first pick in the draft. And they got a major haul from the Carolina Panthers. So the Panthers start sending uh, star wide receiver DJ Moore to the Bears, along with that ninth pick in the 2023 draft, and the rights to the Panthers' first-round pick in the 2024 draft. Uh, and the Bears also got the Panthers' second-round pick. And that later did get sent to the Jaguars to move up in the, in, in the upcoming draft, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. And uh, they did get a 2025 second-round pick. So the Panthers went ahead and selected... Uh, Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young, with that pick. Again, Bears were not looking to invest in a quarterback, um, so they were in prime spot to go ahead and trade that pick. And again, they they got an amazing haul, and I think Ryan Pose did as good of a job, I think, as you could do. If if you want to count DJ Moore as another first-round pick, you definitely can, but I think he's better than a first-round pick because you know what you got in this receiver, uh, and it's going to make a big difference uh, for Justin Fields coming into the season. So as free agency did open up for the 2023 season, Ryan Poles went ahead. He wasted no time. He replaced Roquan Smith and signed Pro Bowl linebacker Tremaine Edmonds as well as signing TJ Edwards of the Eagles. And he didn't stop. He continued to just keep targeting players. He did feel... That would greatly improve the roster. He signed guard Nate Davis, uh, defensive end Demarcus Walker. Uh, the, the good thing about all these guys, they're all pretty young. And Walker was the oldest of these signings at 28. Um, and, and these guys are all coming from winning football teams. They're all coming from a winning culture. They're hopefully going to be leaders moving forward for the Chicago Bears team. So there is a lot of hope coming into this Bears organization. So, we are going to get to the draft, and as the draft day approached, Ryan Pose became what most can consider a draft day wizard. So, he just started accumulating picks. Uh, He was moving up to the draft, he was moving down the draft, um, and he was making as many moves as he could to help this Bears organization uh, for the future. So, on day one, he, he actually only moved back... One spot from 9 to 10. Uh, and he acquired an extra fourth-round pick from the Eagles. Uh, and with the first pick, his first pick ever in the first round with the Bears, he went ahead and made a statement. He selected Darnell right out, right out of Tennessee. Uh, he's a right tackle. He didn't give up a sack in 19 straight games. Uh, and then Post continued to make trades. He moved up on day two. Uh, he traded second and fifth-round pick to move up and pick Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami. Uh, and then day three came around, and the Chicago Bears trade up again. to they, they had another guy on the board they just really liked, and they got Roshan Johnson running back out of Texas. Uh, Roshan was hidden behind Bijan Robinson uh, most of the last seasons, Bijan being that prize pick this draft. He was looked at as... More than likely the best prospect in the draft, but again, he was a running back. Unfortunately for running backs, 
they're not as coveted as quarterbacks and defensive ends. So uh, he didn't go ahead and become that first pick of the draft. I, I think he would have been if he was playing almost any pos- other position, uh, which is crazy to say, but the truth and where the NFL is, um, they think running backs are a dime a dozen. They get injured quite often. So uh, unfortunately for, for Bijan, he did not uh, fall into that, that lucky spot where he could be the first one to three picks in the draft. So uh, the Chicago Bears roster, I feel it's been completely retooled. Uh, the Chicago Bears fans, I think, have been feeling very optimistic as the 2023, 2023 season is uh, coming about. Uh, there's just a new look and feel to the team. Um, it just seems like the city is buzzing. Uh, the city is very happy with what Brian Post has done. Again, this team could be very successful coming into this season after having one of the worst records in franchise history. I mean, they only won three games. Uh, so that everything is pointing upwards for the Chicago Bears. Uh, hopefully, uh, all things work out with uh, Justin Fields. But if not, again, Ryan Poles went ahead and made sure he had a plan just in case things don't go the right way and he has two first-round picks. And if he needs to go ahead and trade up for Caleb Williams, he has... Everything in his arsenal to do so, as well as even trading uh, Justin Fields if things don't go the right way along with some of those picks. Um, so he has plenty to use up to go ahead and grab another franchise quarterback. But I, I'm optimistic with everyone else. Justin Fields just might be that guy to go ahead and change things around for this Bears organization. So as things wind down, let's get into... It's that time. Victory so for today's victory formation, I wanted to take a deeper look at Bears offensive coordinator uh, Luke Getze. Uh, he transformed this Bears offense uh, by the team. By the time Week Six uh, came around, it seemed like the the team just went into a different gear, uh, switched things up. If if you really want to look at the numbers, before Week Six, the Bears were averaging. points per game. If you look at their last 11 games, that number went ahead and jumped up to 21.2. We are talking a a complete touchdown difference. If you ask any sports gambler out there, a touchdown difference is major when it comes to football. Um, The offense just went into another level. Uh, They figured things out. And again, how, how did... Uh, the Bears do this, right? Well, a lot of it was on the back of their running game. Uh, they figured out that zone run scheme that Getsy wanted to implement onto the Chicago Bears offense. And we could see that with the numbers that Justin Fields put up. We can see that with uh, Herbert still putting up good numbers, as well as David Montgomery, who was on and off of injury. They, they went ahead and broke a record for the Chicago Bears team. Most rushing, te- most rushing yards in franchise history uh, this season. Even though they were, th- they only won three games. Um, so a lot of what Luke Getzey is doing seems to be working. Uh, again, Luke Getzey has never been an offensive coordinator before. This is his first time 
uh, in this offensive coordinator position, but he has coached under great offensive minds like Mike McCarthy. Uh, he was the quarterback's coach for what many will say is future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers had huge praise uh, when asked about Luke Getze. Um, the quarterback actually went ahead and started talking about, you know, he, he sees Luke Getze as a close friend and a confidant before that Bears versus Packers game. He also praised how great of a coach he was, how he loved to be coached by Luke Getze. He praised uh, all of his communication throughout the week before games. And, and he says he loves seeing the growth uh, from him being a quality control guy to the offensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. So with this high praise uh, and seeing what the Bears just were able to do in those last 11 games, the Chicago Bears fans should be very excited with Luke Getze as the offensive coordinator. Again, he, he, they had a record-breaking s- season that was shadowed by uh, a losing season and getting that first pick. So... With all that talk being said, this kind of flew under the rug that they rushed for 3,014 yards uh, as a team. Um, and going into the 2023 season, they're now going to have three capable wide receivers. Uh, and, and with all this added to their arsenal, along with just a much improved offensive line, the passing game should see that big improvement as well in the 2023 season. Uh, it's going to be Justin Fields' second year with the same offensive coordinator for the first time. So we're just going to have to see what happens in training camp and then in start of the season. But everybody's seeming a lot optimistic about this team as well as uh, Lugetti himself. So the Bears fans and and their opponents are going to finally be able to see what Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poe saw uh, when they brought in Lugetti. Um, so training camp is around the corner, July 26th. Um, and like I said, in, in minicamp and OTAs, Lugetti was was very impressed with where the ball, Bears offense uh, was at. Uh, he's just all the new weapons him and Fields are going to be having to start the season. They're, they're just very excited about everything that's on this team now compared to last season. Uh, but he did. He did. Stay very realistic. Uh, he understands it's not going to be um, just something that happens, a quick, easy transition. It's going to be a work in progress. Uh, the guys are still continuing to gel. They're still getting to know each other. But he does feel like, you know, uh, with everything going on, they're, they're going to be primed to have a big season. Uh, so you guys tell me, what do you guys think about Luke Getze? Uh, do you guys think he's going to be the guy to take this Bears offense to the next level. You guys let me know. You can reach me on Twitter at EthosBears and on TikTok and Gmail at ShySportsFan89. You know, let me know and we'll go from there. I'd love to, you know, hear from you guys. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Sport Ethos Chicago Bears podcast. And until next time, I am your host, Jose Soto, signing off. Go Bears Nation. 